So Galatians 5, 22 and 23, we all know what that says now and we can probably sing, sing that. And it is a cute song, right? It's a cute song. But do you know what? I, the automatic feeling that I've got to share with you, when I hear that, when I hear the fruit of the Spirit, you know, there's all these wonderful things and I've got to say my automatic thought is like, ugh, I don't think I'm too good at those things. I don't know if I actually match up to some of those things on, on a lot of days. And I know that, you know, sometimes, you know, you probably go, oh, you know, Katie, Katie Mills, you know, she's, she'd be amazing at all of those things. Or, you know, Nairi, we know, would be incredible. But, oh, I don't know, you know, if I'm, if I'm any, you know, is anyone with me here? Am I the only one? I know there's somebody, somebody else. You know, it sounds like a lot of hard work. And if you were here uh, last Sunday night with the Mother's Day panel, a few of us mums shared, we're, we're, we're honest that we actually find it really hard. Um, particularly uh, with mothering, it can be pretty hard sometimes to to have patience, you know. And, you know, and yeah, yeah, anyway, you know, you know. I'm not the only one, right? <laughs> and I did happen to share that um, I did have, was given the beautiful name of Psycho Mum from our two lovely boys. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm confessing, right? I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. And, you know, and I would say to them that, um, that you asked for psycho mum. <laughs> you know, they know all the buttons to press, don't they? Don't they mums and dads? They know all the buttons to, to press. And like, you know, Dr. Tony said or, or um, Pastor Simon uh, said last week, you know, we've all got a little bit of that uh, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. We've all got a bit of that. I can totally relate to that. And so we can look at these, the fruit of the Spirit and go, oh, are you with me? <laughs> How do I do that? You know, love, love, right? How do you show the fruit of love to that person who has just stabbed you in the back? Let's get real. <laughs> the fruit of the Spirit. <laughs> love, joy. What about joy in the midst of grief or losing my job? Joy, peace, peace in a pandemic. How do you display peace, kindness when my neighbor kept me up all night with a party going on? Didn't happen last night, but it has before. <laughs> Self- <laughs> that was my neighbor saying sorry. <laughs> self-control. How do you display self-control when there's another piece of chocolate sitting right in front of you? Another sausage roll, maybe. Another piece of biltong is sitting right there. <laughs> If we're honest, I'm sure that we can all say, yeah, I struggle. I struggle with the fruit of the Spirit. And so I want to point us, as we have already been pointed to in, in the gathering so far, I want to point us to God today. I want to, if there's one thing that happens today, I want us to be pointed to God. 
Galatians 5, let's look from, from verse 13, 14, 15. Let's start with that. Verse 13 says, For you have been called to live in freedom. I like that, my brothers and sisters. But don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. For the whole law can be summed up in this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. But if you're always biting and devouring one another, watch out. Beware of destroying one another. You know, the word is to do us good. The word wants to do us good. He is the word. Jesus is the word and he wants to do us good. And he knows that if we're in the middle of a rift with somebody, it is destroying us. It is destroying them. It's destroying all of us. And so the word is there to say, I don't want you to be destroyed. I don't want you to get hurt. I want you to learn to love yourself. Know who you are, your identity in God, know who you are, and then you can love your neighbor just like the way you would like to be loved as well. You know how you want to be loved. You know how you want people to respond to you, to react to you. So then that helps us to be able to respond to them, to live in freedom. It's about living in freedom. God has our best interest in mind. He desires us to journey this life with him, keeping in step with him to do us good and others good. You know, John 10.10, it's um, one of Sheridan's favorite verses. It says, the thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose, this is Jesus speaking, my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. The enemy actually wants the worst for, for you, for me. But Jesus, God, wants the best, a, a rich and a satisfying life. So, we, so let's continue on and see what the rest of the word says. From verse 16 in Galatians 5. So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Point to him. Let's look up. Look up. Look to him. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. The Spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other, so you are not free to carry out your good intentions. There's the, the, the fight and the, you know, the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. There's the fight going on there. But when you are directed by the Spirit, look up, look to Him. When you're directed by the Spirit, what are you saying? What are you saying, God? You are not under the obligation to the law of Moses. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. And this is all hurtful stuff. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. We Basically, we're going to get really hurt if we follow that. But if we follow God, verse 22... 
but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Let's follow him. He produces love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Freedom. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. And Pastor Simon illustrated that so well last Sunday, didn't he? Since we are, this verse 25, this is one of my favorite verses. Since we're living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Let us not become conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. It's all about being directed by Holy Spirit, by God, allowing Him to guide my life allowing him to guide our lives, being led by him, him producing the fruit, me looking to him, going, oh God, what would you do in this situation? How would you handle this situation? God, help me follow his leading. What does your word say, Lord? What does your word say? Comes, it all comes out of relationship relationship with him, not rules and regulations, but all out of relationship, relationship with God, relationship with Holy Spirit, relationship with Jesus. How do we have relationship with God? How do I, how do I do that? I read his word. He's given us his word. I read his word. I listen to his word. And in listening to that, you know, the word of God says that the word does not return void. If we're if we glean from, what does your word say, God? What do you say in there to us? What, am I, am, if I'm listening to him, then I am going to be, I'm going to benefit from that. The, the word will be illuminated to us continually. If you're in the word, I even ask him, God, illuminate. Illuminate the word to me this week. I'm going to put myself there. I'm going to do that part. I'm going to read it. I'm going to listen to your word. I'm going to, I'm going to see what's, what, what, what you want to say to me. God, would you illuminate the, the word to me? Would you lead me through your word? Would you speak to me? Speak to me. You know, he wants to speak to you personally. That is beautiful, isn't it? To you personally. He wants to say something to you. That's totally different to the, what he wants to say to me. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. Ask him this week, what do you want to say to me? Ask him each day. Have a look at the word and ask him. Ask him. Keep on asking, even the word says. Keep on seeking. Keep on knocking, it says in Matthew 7, I think it is. Through God's word, Holy Spirit has taught me that he loves me. Through his word, he's taught me. You know, and Dr. Tony read that wonderful scripture from Psalm 139 before, and God has spoken to me. I've gone through a journey of self-hate to knowing who I am in him, to knowing that God loves me. He loves me. He loves me. And knowing through his word, knowing that he loves my neighbor, that he loves my workmate, that he loves my friend, he loves my family member, he loves my enemy, he loves them, 
He loves them. He loves them. He loves them. He loves me. And he's taught me through his word to love and to honor other people because he loves me and he loves them. He's taught me to ask him to see other people through his eyes. And especially when I may be struggling with some type of words being said to me, actions being done against me, especially God has taught me through his word to say, God, would you show me this person through your eyes? Would you enlighten to me what's going on for them right now? What's going on for for them? I might be feeling anger, hurt. I might be feeling frustration. I might be feeling like doing or saying something that I is just going to cause more issues that I shouldn't do or say. But I've learned through the word of God to ask him to show me that person. I know that God loves them. I know that God loves them. Uh, Show me, God. Show me. God will illuminate the word to you. He will speak to you. He will lead you. He will guide you. How does he want to lead and guide us? How does he want that fruit to be displayed in and through our lives? God's word talks about the imagery of a tree or a vine. There's a lot of imagery, isn't there, in in the Bible. It's wonderful. What's he going to say this week? But he talks about the imagery of of a tree or a vine. And you know what? Very, very exciting. I've got exciting news to share with you. God highlighted something to me just this week in his word. He highlighted to me that John 15, John chapter 15, is after John chapter 14. I know, but also that John 15 is also before John 16. How cool is that? I know, right? But let me expand. <laughs> okay, it's, it's in between John 14. John 15 is in between John 14 and John 16. I know, you're excited, aren't you, online? It is so incredible. Let me tell you, let me expand on this. John 14 and John 16, Jesus is there and he's starting to talk to his friends, his disciples. He's starting to talk to them about how he's going to, not going to be hanging around on earth too much longer, that his time is nearly up. And that, you know, but he's also, he's, he's breathing in comfort and, and, and I guess also sharing some excitement for them that I know it sounds bad, you know, I'm going, I'm going, but let me tell you, and he starts to share this in John 14, let me tell you, Holy Spirit is, is going to come. I'm going to send Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit's going to come. He's going to be with you. He's going to give you peace. He's going to actually even remind you or highlight to you the things that I have even taught you or been speaking to you about. How cool is that? How awesome. And then he says that again. He's he's speaking there in, in John 16 about that. But in John 15, right in the middle, right there, smack bang in the middle, Jesus says, 
remain in me. Remain in me. Hang out with me. And I'm like, hang on a minute. It's right in the middle of him saying he's going and he's going to send Holy Spirit. And he says, remain in me. And so then surely they were like, hang on a minute. He just said he's going. But then he says, stay with me, remain in me, abide with me. Come on, endure, stay, stand, stand with me. But then, oh yeah, but I'm, and then he says again, John 16, I'm going. But I'm sending Holy Spirit. And the, God illuminated the word to me and showed me, I know, unless you disagree, that, but anyway, this is what he showed me, that Jesus knew that he was going and he knew that it was so important for us to hang out with, with, with him. And that actually, how are we going to do that? Is remaining with Holy Spirit. I'm going to send you Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit will be with you. He will continue to illuminate the word. He will, he will highlight to that to you. He will impart peace to you. He will impart courage to you. He'll empower you. And so remain, 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 remain. Do not depart. Let the Spirit keep leading you. Do not depart from me. Even though I'm going, remain in me. How cool is that? Have you got it? Yeah, I, yeah, I reckon. Give, give it up for the Word of God. Wonderful. Wonderful. In the middle of all this, remain, remain. And it is from the remaining, the hanging out with him, not departing from him, staying in his word, being led by him. It is from this that the fruit will be produced. The fruit of the spirit will be produced through remaining. I want to point to him. Remain in him. It's interesting. I looked up synonyms of remain. Abide, persist. Dwell, live, hang around, continue, stand, endure, stay. I reckon that is a now word for today, church. It is so important in this time. You know, where we're like, ah, is it normal? Are we back to normal? No, we're not quite back to normal. I don't know what's, what's happening. Oh, yeah, that's right. I need a mask here. Do I need a mask there? Oh, no, there's this happening over there in that part of the world. And I don't know. Oh, no, but maybe we're back to normal. No, we're not back to normal. And it, you know, is anyone else feeling that, you know? But I reckon God is saying to us, the church, come on, church. Remain. Endure. Persist. Stand. Stay in me. Remain in him. Relationship with him. It's all about relationship with Holy Spirit. In Psalms 1, 1 to 3, you can read that in your own time. That's another, another scripture about remaining. Remaining in him. And it's the picture of the tree. And the tree will bear fruit in every season if we remain in him again. And Jeremiah 17, five to eight, you can read that in your own time as well. But again, it's about remaining, remaining. Blessed are those who remain, basically. They will be like trees planted along the riverbank. 
with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought or pandemics or all of that. What's going on about us? They will endure. Their leaves will stay green. They will never stop producing fruit. It's all about being planted, remaining in him. A strong foundation of relationship with Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Strong foundation, the right foundation, and we will flourish. We will flourish. It's all about him, not me, not me. It's all about him, being planted in him, looking to him. Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30, Jesus said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you. If we come to him, if we read his word, then he will teach us. And he says, because I'm humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear and the burden I give you is light. Hallelujah. Remain in him. Stay close to him. Grow closer to him. Lean into him. Listen to him in his word. He'll, he'll teach us, correct us. He'll prompt me. He'll, he'll rebuke when he needs to rebuke. He'll guide. He'll lead. He'll bring security He will give us a strong identity in him. It is all about him. And then he will produce the fruit in and out of season. Hallelujah. And when I get it wrong, remain. When you get it wrong, remain. Because we're going to get it wrong. Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde thing, you know, psycho mum thing, whatever. (laughs) Remain. Remain, keep coming to him every day. Remain in him. There is a fantastic resource that has been released, Activating Discipleship, Fruit of the Spirit. We need to, you know, go deeper. There's always more in God. There's always more in him. You know, that he high, he, he'll illuminate the word again to me this week. I know, maybe it's like, you know, another chapter is in between another, you know. Anyway, <laughs> he'll illuminate the word to us. But, you know, how about you gather in your Activate group, in your small group, and if you're not in a, in a group, then find a group, start a group, contact us. We'd love to help you. How about you grab these? This is a, wait for it, free resource. Wow. (laughs) Free resource that is out in the foyer today that you can grab. You could do this study with your group or if you prefer to do it by yourself, it's there for you. Then you can look deeper into that. Thank you, Activating Discipleship team, for for that material. How about you give it up for them? (laughs) Remain. You are made to remain in relationship with God. You are made to flourish. I love that word, flourish. That's a wonderful thing. To grow in love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Do they sound a little bit better to you now? Yeah, because it's all about him. Remaining in him. And we get to grow in the fruit of the Spirit, in and out of season. First of all, remain. 
remain. It all flows from relationship. And so my prayer for us today, for all of us, is that you, me, our friends and our families would know what it is to remain would know what it is to have relationship with God, would know what it is to have relationship with Holy Spirit, to be led by Him every day, to keep in step with Him, to lean into Him, a leaning into. In the moments when we get it right and the fruit is growing and being produced and in the moments when we get it wrong, leaning into Him, leaning in remaining planted in Him, remaining growing in Him, remaining in His love. You know, there, there certainly was a time when I got it wrong that I, my, my go-to was to run. Oh, I can't do this. I'm no good. I'm running. Don't run. Run into Him if you're going to run. Remain. Remain. Get up again as mercies are new every single morning. Great is His faithfulness.